So, here we are. It's Tuesday, the 18th of February, Santa Cruz, California. Februero. I think that's how you say it in Spanish. We sing the days of our week at uh, school mm. <laughs> in Spanish. Lunes, martes. Those are the days oh, wait, of the those week. Those are the days of the week. I can't, I don't know the, the, the months of the year. Febrero honestly. is February. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> such a dark. Yeah. <clears throat> but we do this the days of the week, too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you, not only are we in California, but you are also Spanish, so. There's no excuse for that, but you know what? I didn't get talked I you're right, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know. <laughs> I wish I did. I know, I just, I would love to be bilingual. Speak yeah. Spanish, at least Spanish. Spanish is one of those ones I think that really benefits anybody. Here in Cali. Yep. It's an important language for Californians. Mm-hmm. California was, the Spanish were here. But, you know, I don't know, I think... I've tried to study languages, and it's hard for me. It's extremely hard. It was extremely hard for me. I was going to say, I don't know how to speak Spanish, because I never learned how. But, I mean, I did take Spanish in middle school. Yeah. And that's it. I didn't take it in high school. But, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy to learn another language. I hear English is the hardest to learn. Yep. But Japanese seems like that one is really hard. I think it's just so different than the way we do it. It's probably hard for us to learn. Yeah. Is this thing leaky? Oh. Okay. That's weird. Just got a heck of water on me. <laughs> but, yeah, I think the languages are, they're so, they're so interesting. Language is interesting. Absolutely it is. And the fact that we use a dif- different country's language. Yeah. And then I just like spit everywhere. Did I? No. I know. And it's even different, right? I mean, it's not exactly the same as English English. Slight differences, but, you know, a U in color, but. Oh, right, right, right. I've always wondered that. That's always tripped me out. Yeah, it's just the British. But, you know, what are we, you can't just start your own language. <coughs> oh, I thought I could when I was little. I mean, you can. Did you ever do that when you were little? No. <sighs> I mean, my cousin. maybe in certain ways, but. Uh. My cousin and I tried to make our own language. What were you guys talking about? I don't even remember. I'm trying to remember what we would do, but it was like... Just so that we could communicate to each other without anybody else understanding what we were saying is pretty much what the goal was. Because we were so close. Like, when we were younger, we were just so close. Two peas in a pod. And we used to love... I don't know. We just wanted to have our own language. I wonder if I could find it. Because we wrote it down. Like, this equals this. 
Let's see what's this. So, the, I mean, I think that the difference in languages is a big part of the challenges of the world, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because that's, it's hard enough to communicate in our own language. Mm-hmm. But translation is always very difficult. It is. It's so interesting. It's in, That's always been super interesting to me is the translation. Because it doesn't translate all the way Mm-mm. a lot of the times. Mm-mm. So... Yeah, and the whole thing about translation is there's like, there's the letter, you can translate it by the letter of the word, uh-huh. but that doesn't translate the meaning. Right. So you have to try to get to the spirit of the thing, which means you have to real, you have to be a poet mm. in both languages to be able to do a good translation. And I just feel like that is part of the problem we have in the world is not being able to understand each other. Right. Partly due to the lack of a common language. Yeah, at one point they actually tried to invent a language that every, all countries could use. What's it called? Oh, shoot. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, my God. But do you know there is a universal language? What is it? Sign language? Sign language. Are you sure? I thought that was different for every... Mm-mm. Sign language is the same for every language. It's universal. It is? It is. That's really cool. I feel like we should all learn sign language. language. I think so, too. It's actually... I watched a little clip on EMTs or, you know, somebody in the medical field or... I don't remember. It was a nurse or something. And they were speaking about how important it is in so many different fields to have sign language. But especially in the medical field because if they're... If... Let's say somebody can't speak. Yeah. And you're you're diagnosing them maybe with something completely wrong. Right. So... Or there's plenty of circumstances there's where you might not kinds. be able, you might not be able to speak, but you need to communicate. And if mm-hmm. you could, if you knew, see, the thing is, it doesn't mean anything to know sign language because you have to be communicating with somebody who also knows it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you could sign all day, but if nobody's around who understands it, then yeah, that's the point. it doesn't mean anything. But I almost feel like that should be mandatory. In schools and in stuff? In schools, just as a kind of... No, not to get too doom and gloom on you, but as like if climate change continues to happen and sea levels rise, yeah, you know there's going to be mass migrations like Hurricane Katrina, you know, dislocated like something like fifty thousand families. Holy shit! You know, but so if that happens at a bigger scale, mm-hmm. then there's a good chance. That, you know, borders are not really... I mean, I think that's probably why we have so much topic or energy around the question of borders is because if major mass migrations, bigger than they already are happening, happen due to storms, floods, whatever. Making people literally have to leave. Like, it's like, no choice. No choice. Yeah. Like, fucking tsunami came, wiped everything out. Yeah. There's nothing there. You gotta leave. What are you gonna do? That's that happens. Yeah, it's called climate refugees. Mm. All right. So if there there's a radical increase in climate refugees, there's a good chance that there's gonna be people who don't share the same language, mm-hmm. trying yeah. to work together in difficult situations. Right. And having a translator, I don't think is a reliable thing. I think we all should start learning sign language. Hey, what do you? You guys want to do this for a little sign language? I know. I agree. I, I know my ABCs. 
Yeah, it's a good yeah. start. It's a good yeah. start. At least you can spell. Yeah, because I, I'm really thankful that I do because I learned it when I was pretty young. I was really interested in it when I went to high school. I remember thinking, I didn't take any, I didn't take any languages, but I wanted to, if anything, take sign language. I don't know that they offered it or not, but I can't remember. But I, I don't know. I think it's really interesting. I think so it's too. So it, I don't know. It's very expressive. You're you're using your body language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can see you. I can see you wanting to sign more than to talk. Yeah. 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 (laughs) She said, "Yeah." No, for real, because I, I mean, I've told you myself. I have a little bit of trouble sometimes speaking, just like I know, but you're you're very expressive physically. Really expressive physically. Like to dance and people know what's going on. Yeah, you get the in here when this is. In your face. You know. <laughs> if Madison's happy, she's it's clear. If I'm mad, it's very clear. If I'm confused... Check out the vlog. No. Living for it. In case you want to see a little slice of rage. It's so interesting. <clears throat> when I see that thing, it cracks me up. That zoom in on the eye. So funny. Oh my god. I honestly forgot about it now. Yeah. But yeah, I think... Just having the ability to communicate in an emergency, especially. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying, though. The nurse who was talking about this on the video I watched was like, it's so, like, I don't know why we don't do this. Straight up. And now what you, the way, the level you brought it to, too, makes me really think about another aspect of it, which is sign language poetry. That's beautiful. Right? Yeah. That anyone could understand. It's it's like music and math. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But especially because what you... The way I'm imagining it is, first of all, you're going to write something in signs, right? But also, the way you sign is going to be a lot... Of, the performance, just like in speech, our tone, our, you know, <coughs> our diction, our speed, our, all the things that we do that aren't just the words but it's how we how we perform the words that's that's a lot of the art it is and so that's going to be there too if we do sign poetry oh my gosh now the thing is it's like i think people will get it if you just do it sincerely and but it's it it runs a a little bit close to people mistaking you for making fun of people who needs sign language? What when you do it? Yeah, or just like celebrate, being excited about it. Like, oh. do you know what I mean? Yes, yes, I do. So, I, because it is, it, in other words, this is a language that belongs to people mm-hmm. for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. It, it needs to it, be respected. It needs to be respected. I feel like, it, or if it is respected, I feel like that would be a great way to go about it because learning it. Learning it and then also just using it, using it, but respecting the culture of people mm-hmm. who don't Death hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like I know, I know there there was a there was a woman who was on The Bachelor. I, I, pardon me, wants to make jokes too, but I'm not. I don't want to joke yeah. about that. But the joke I want to make is, uh, what if I wanted to identify as deaf? It's kind of funny, but. It's obviously not. Like if you decide, okay, so for example, 
I'm just gonna help you out this one. Uh, you know, like somebody who takes an oath of silence, like a monk. Well, actually, there is that. No, but I, I'm just teasing, and I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't mean any disrespect either to the people who are identifying as other things, or to people who have the condition of not being able to hear. Mm-hmm. I definitely, I'm not trying to make a light of that. Oh. So, I'll leave, I'll leave the the jokes to the comedians, but. Uh, it's an interesting topic, though. I do think it is an interesting topic. If we learn sign language, how we could do so in a way that... Now, I wonder, I wonder, what do you think the numbers of deaf people are? Like, how many are there? I'm not sure, but I... W- I <clears throat> that's a really interesting one. I've always been interested in... I, I don't know if that's wrong or not, but I, 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 uh, I've watched videos of deaf people i followed them on instagram and their journeys yeah. and there's levels to it it's like blindness so there's some people who have less you oh know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah yeah of course who are hard at hearing yeah um there's some who can read lips and some who can't yeah it's all just like so much to it i bet but uh they if, if you're born without hearing if you lose your hearing yeah but anything i've heard from anybody who is deaf what they're saying, you know, obviously not speaking, but what they're trying to tell what you, they're expressing, yeah. what they're expressing is exactly what you were saying. It's like they want to be heard. So if right. everybody knew what they were saying, it would, it would be, be amazing. Fucking a beautiful word that we lived in because yeah, I agree. More, more inclusive. It's this whole other category of people that's not being brought into the conversation at all, at all. And what's even harder about that is we do. And that's why that type of humor that was it was a bad joke. It was a bad joke. It was a dumb joke. Bad joke. Because you admit it, though. But really, what I was <clears throat> making fun of is just the idea that we the people are that we go so far with wanting to identify or just how that has gone that far that it's like anything which can is be. so interesting because when you do that, it almost puts you in a box, in my opinion. When you a little what? bit when you identify when somebody is so I mean I know I've even done it myself you almost put yourself in a box. Well, that's, you know what I mean? that's a good point. Because yeah. then at that point, it's, why not just identify just as that. being human? Yeah, like I remember even, what, even an Earthling. Like we're all on this. I, that's why I love saying human. Like I'm a human. Yeah, you're a human. Yeah, we are humans. Right. I don't care what color skin you are. I don't care what kind of body parts you got. I don't like none of that's my problem. Like it's all you. That's all you. I love. You, you know? Yeah. But, I don't know, I guess just the whole identifying is so... It's so interesting because people do take it to, to such extremes now. And it, it just... Because they're doing it, it's like, I want to be known as this. And it's like... But what a lot of the times, I think what they don't realize is... If they thought about what I'm saying, I feel like that's even more beautiful. Mm. To be open. For sure. And to be seen as a human rather than anything. I mean, who cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it's interesting, and it almost is like like with musical genres. Mm-hmm. There's a correlation there where it's like there's this need to identify, you yeah. Know? And so then when people break out of their genre, people get mad. The, but then all of a sudden, they feel something about it. All of a sudden, if they persist, yeah, and they continue, then people start to like it, 
right. this new thing. Uh-huh. And that is right. That new space is cool for yeah. people. And so then people fill up that space and then it breaks up the genre. Right. And I feel like maybe that is what will happen with race in the long run. Mm. is that we will identify as all of the things. Mm. Who wants? As human. Beautiful. Yeah. And it should. And then then if we can, because really what it comes down to is respecting and being inspired by our differences. Exactly. And We're all so different. <clears throat> the thing is, I think part of it, part of it is it's so absurd being human. Yeah. yeah. Like who we are, what, what like version what, made of. what version of humanity we are right and how we didn't even choose it like there's something bizarrely absurd about being being human yeah and uh human being <laughs> but i definitely think that if we were able to just identify as all things human yeah now the thing is it's like we live in a world where there's all these different categories that have different types of power mm-hmm. so that I, that's why people that's care true. so much about the categories yeah but, well and also i think i, I remember you said it before because we've had a discussion about this before i think if you recall mm-hmm. and you were saying about how people do that because they want to relate relate Pe- people do what they identify a lot of times as whatever as let's say male female straight you know, gay, lesbian, because they want to relate. I mean, right? Or... I would, I, I, I would imagine that, but I don't know. I think it, it really is up to people's. Now, but the thing is, this is the honest truth of how I feel about it. Is that I don't think that people fully understand why we do what we do. Mm. So why we, why we even identify with anything? Yeah. I don't think we really know. I think that's a great point. You know, why we like what we like, why we feel the way we feel. Right. And, but also, I, to me, the whole question just opens up the idea of what is the source of our identity? Where does it come from? For example, let me, let me put it like this. Like, are we what we want or are we what we choose? Uh. Okay. So, yeah, what so like, <clears throat> are we, like, when you want to, I mean, this is what I'm thinking as far as, you know how they say, like, wear, dress for what you're trying to be? Is that kind of what you mean? So either you look like what you're trying to be, or you look like what you are? I don't know. No, 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 no. I mean, okay, so say, say I decide to be on a path of fitness. I, I want to okay. run marathons. Yeah. But really, I fucking love ice cream. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my truth. I'm an ice cream lover. I just want to eat ice cream all day. Yeah. You know? But diabetes runs in my family. Mm -hmm. So does obesity. Mm -hmm. And I don't want... I've seen my younger brother Mm -hmm. got his toes chopped off. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go that same route. Yeah. So I've chosen the path of fitness. Okay. But now, who am I? Am I the person who chose to go against what my instincts are pushing me to do? Which is to eat the sugar? That's what I want. That's what I like. Okay. 
So am I my likes or my choices? Your choices. In my opinion. Yeah. I would think that too. Yeah. Because <clears throat> you can want, but it's really about like, what are you doing? Because that's the energy you're putting out. But, okay, but so then what about somebody who's closeted? It's dangerous. But now, who are they? Do you see what I'm saying? I don't think they know. And I don't think... You know what I mean? No, 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 no. I mean, okay, somebody who is closeted, like, they know they're gay. Yeah, I know, I know. But they're not being... Living that life. So, in other words, they've chosen something that is different. So, who are they? Are they really gay? Or are they just straight? And they just don't want to be what gay means to them. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, That's confusing. It's confusing because... That's what I'm saying. I don't know if they know. I don't think anyone knows. I don't think it's something that could be decided. Understood, yeah. I think what we are is uh, both. Which is why, I mean, it comes down to we are human. Mm-hmm. So we're potentially everything. Yes. So I, that's why I do think we are what we choose. Yes. That's where I reside in the debate is I believe we are what we choose, even if that's a painful thing and we're going against what we naturally like, that's okay. True. Because think about it too. I mean, in, in no way am I trying to... Com- the only reason these things would ever be compared is because there are certain societies that have deemed them to be taboo yeah right but i don't think there's anything similar to homosexuality to homicidal tendencies Mm. right the only reason those could ever be related in my mind is because in certain societies they are taboo Mm -hmm. you're not allowed to be homosexual you're not allowed to be murder murderous so, therefore, those are things that are beyond the pale of our society right. in certain situations. Now, we live in a society where it's mixed, where people are okay with being gay, yeah. out with being gay. But then there's also people who are fearful of homosexuality, are afraid of gay people. Homophobic. Homophobic and also anti-homosexual. True. I think there's a big difference between those two. There is a big difference between those two. I think one is generated by hate, and I think the other one is generated by confusion, fear, misunderstanding. Yes, exactly. Lack of understanding. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they're different. but I, It is different, yeah. But I don't think anyone can say definitively if we are what we want or what we do. Yeah. I think we're both, but I come down on the side of we are what we do. I, I do, too. You know? You're captain of your own ship. And you are also responsible for the consequences of what you do. Yep. You know? Ain't nobody else. No. <clears throat> nope. Yeah, and you know, so it's like... I know, that's an interesting one. Kind of trivia. Yeah. It's a mind fuck. It is, because... I love mind fucks. I used to love that when I was younger. I'd be like, wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That is. It's a mind-blowing one. Because, <laughs> but also, it's <clears throat> identity is... at the core of who we are right so the fact that yeah exactly in who an artist who we are a doctor a player a teacher an american a male (coughs) however you identify yourself (coughs) 
that's that's part of the story you're telling yourself about who you are mm-hmm. you're telling the world about who you are mm-hmm. and so that's part of who you are that's the expression of who you are yeah god that's so crazy but it's <clears throat> it's not it's not really knowable you know yeah and in cuz another thing is it's like but that's why i think and this will tie back to the whole topic of social media that we've been kind of getting into also is that's why I think it's so much more important to be active whatever you're doing yeah than to be passive whatever you're doing yeah like passively but there's a thing about social media that really sets us up for passivity because of how fake it is that has something to do with it, but the fakeness probably bullies us of out of bullies certain some people out of being active. Exactly. Right, because mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to compete with that. Like okay. Oh fuck! You know. <laughs> no, like you in? Yeah. But meanwhile, that's fucking lame shit. Yeah. And who you are is probably way cooler. Cool. Right. But so the fakeness. But I think it's also it's that there's such a huge volume of stuff <coughs> oversaturation coming at us right that you could just sit and be passive and have new stuff to look at every second of the day, yeah, something new like mm-hmm. you could if you took a passive role culturally, you'll never get bored. there's always going to be something to look at. How do you mean passive then okay, like people who are on Instagram, yeah. Who DM you, you know they're looking at your shit. Okay. But they haven't posted anything. They've posted maybe two things in the last three years. Oh. They don't do anything actively. Yeah. They just look at stuff. Okay. And they like it or don't like it or even don't do that. They just look at it and like it or don't like it. But they're passively consuming it. Ah. They're not creating anything. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. And... You know, what it's teaching us to do is to think that liking or not liking something is our role. It's our job. Like that, and then that becomes our identity. That's what we do. Mm. We like or don't like. Mm. Like it doesn't always have to be that. That's such a small, tiny part of who we are. Like liking things is just one, because what we're talking about, like what you like isn't who you are. Well, just because you like something does not mean it. Yeah, exactly. Something small. Like you said, if you like ice cream, that doesn't define you. <laughs> Nobody goes around talking about how, I like ice cream. Like when you meet somebody, hi, my name is so-and-so. I like ice cream. Right. Unless you're a kid. Kids do that. But. But, or, or if you're Ben and Jerry, you know, obviously. <laughs> or you're Ben and fucking Jerry. Or that guy, the top note, the ice cream oh, tester. my God. All 10,000. All 10,000 taste buds. That was a trip. I still... That's a bit But, yeah. I mean, so identity... Identity can be anything, though. But mm-hmm. in those cases, it's... You're a professional. Like, you've chosen to go all in on ice cream. If you're Ben and Jerry, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so or that, the ice cream taster. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone has both. They're both doing what they like and don't they're both 
a collection of experiences that are either positive or negative to them. Mm -hmm. And then they're also creating things in the world for other people, even if they're not doing it as much. True. And that's either positive or negative. And all the responses, it's either like or not like. Right. Yeah, either something works or doesn't. That's just how, that's how it goes. I mean, you have to keep going and you have to keep trying. Even if something isn't working, when you do hit the wall, you still have to keep trying. Like, okay, back to the drawing board. <laughs> that didn't work out. But I'm yeah. going to keep going. Absolutely. Because that happens. It's like, like for me, it's creative block is what I call it. Because I do get that. Mm-hmm. And it happens. A lot. A lot more than people, I think, like to talk about. Because I know I've had creative blocks where I still am posting Mm. Or doing something and being mm. active about whatever it is, but yeah. then it just comes out shitty. It's not me. Mm. So, yeah. It's an interesting one. Well, because also I think, now I don't know, I know what I do, but I don't quite know exactly how I, what I feel the best practice on this matter is in terms of my own posting. Because, like, if you listen to Gary Vee, he talks about document, don't create. And, you know, he talks about not having your timeline be just the highlight reel, just the things that you're most proud of. Right. But to show the process to to get your message out there in a lot of different ways, in a lot of, in volume, heavy volume. Yeah. But you definitely always want your content to work. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if you're being annoying to people... That's you want, not. You want success. And so that's the question is, what is success for, to, how do you define success? It's a hard one. I think it's, it's different yeah. for everybody. How do you? I would say success is doing, looking at something that you want, seeing it, seeing how to figure out, figuring out how to do what you want, doing those things to get there. And then once you're there and you're doing what you really want and people are reacting to it and they're giving you the thumbs up, like, ex- like, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you're doing it. You <coughs> oh, know that's shit. when no you've shit. got success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay. like, for me. It's working for somebody. When, yeah, for, for me, exactly. it was with modeling. Mm-hmm. Okay? I worked with all these different photographers, some not-so-good experiences, some really fucking bad experiences, just lots of things. Yeah. And then I went and I worked with this one photographer and he let me know, like, you have a natural flow in front of the camera, Madison. Period. Right away. The first time mm-hmm. we ever worked mm-hmm. together, he looked at me and he goes, you don't even know. Like, you, like holy shit. Because this is the beginning for me. He's like, you have a flow in front of the camera. Just period. Yeah. And then when mm-hmm. I posted pictures, when I finally started posting the modeling I started doing and the reactions I got, I was like, Oh my God. Mm. Like there's something here. Okay. And that's what I've always wanted to do since I was a little girl. What do you want to be when you grow up? A model. Mm-hmm. That was always my answer. Interesting. Yeah. I know. I know because people are like, okay, shoot for the moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that response. So. <clears throat> yeah, I think th- that is an important part of it for sure. Is like, first of all, you have. In photography, it's always a collaboration. So you're going to have... That's where it's going to work first or not. Right. is with the person you're collaborating with. Right. 
they're either going to be stoked on the work or they're not. Yep. And when they're stoked on it, then, you know, it's working for them. Correct. And to me, that's always the first most important audience is your collaborator. Yes. And oftentimes, you know, that could also be your client. But if you're working for a brand, maybe you're working with a model and the brand, that's your main audience. Mm -hmm. So for me, what qualifies as something working depends on what it is. Yeah, and I was going to say, I was going to add that too, is there's different levels to success too. Mm -hmm. It was a small, I mean, although it was a, it was a big, it was big for me. It wasn't huge because I still haven't gotten to where I want to go with my modeling by any means. Do you know? But it was, it was a step in the direction of I can fucking do this thing, you know? Uh Uh-huh. Well, yeah, that's the first, I mean, because the thing is too, like... In photography, it has to work with your collaborator. I guess it doesn't have to. You could do something that you like and the other person doesn't like, and it could still work. Other people could like it too. But that's, to me, that is one of the most important audiences is your collaborator. So that's when you see it working with them, when they're happy, when they're stoked, then you know, okay. We've hit something. At least there. But then yeah, exactly. That's, there's levels. Other people's reaction matters too. Yep. Because, for example, I remember doing a shoot with a model for this brand. It was a cannabis brand. Yeah. And I thought it was great. Like, yeah. Amazing shoot. The model loved the photos. Mm-hmm. And the brand didn't want to use one of them. Oh. And they didn't like the model. And that's going to happen. Yeah, like so the that's photos why there's were, levels. Like photos were awesome. The photos were insane. Model loved it. I yeah. loved the photos. Yeah, brand didn't like the model. It's not interesting. Every and that's the other. Okay, so that's an interesting one, really. As yeah. a model, yeah. As a an aspiring times. model, sometimes it's nothing to do with you. It's Mm-mm. literally just not the look. It's not, and that's what it comes down to. And I remember when yeah. I was younger, watching America's Next Top Model because I was really obsessed with that. And just all the different modeling things. That happens a lot. <laughs> You're going to be told no. Because you just don't have what it... Like, they're not the look they're looking for. Yeah. And that can hurt a lot of people. <clears throat> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Depending yeah, on rejection how... is going to be a big part of the process. Exactly. And some, I think that can make or break a lot of people. Seems like it, yeah. What about... I mean, for myself, I know that there is something really important about success. Correct. That that gives you a lot of momentum. The rejection. No. Oh. Rejection is always a drag. Right. Because you got a good idea and you pitch it and then you go. Nah. That's why I was like, oh, okay, it motivates you. That's no, good. no, 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 no. The successes do. Right. Yes. Because, like, okay, for example, maybe say you have to present the thing is too i think i think you're absolutely right i think this is one of the biggest limitations to success in business is the fear of rejection right and and the not liking the 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 flavor the feel of it yeah and having it then just kind of get you down psychologically Mm -hmm. because it's a numbers game Mm -hmm. if you put out 15 proposals and you get two of them Mm mm-hmm and that's all you need to do your budget, you know? Mm-hmm. But 
if you put out seven and you get all rejections and you don't keep going until you get you need to get those two in other words correct those successes are the only thing that makes the whole thing work it has to be there so but you need to just do it as you know it's like applying to colleges if you apply to 50 colleges you're gonna get into one yeah yep and because the thing is you know people are people and there's good days and bad days for everyone so when people are looking at your stuff it's what day are they having it you know maybe they had a shitty bagel that morning and they're in a bad mood they burnt their tongue on their coffee yeah that sucks their egg was overly eggy who knows so you can't but um, that's to say you can't you can't predict that and you can't take that personally which is why you have to get into the mind of it being a numbers game. That could be a person who might later love you, and they just had a shitty day that 100%, 100%. day. Hundred percent, hundred percent. It is hard. I mean, yeah. I I know that I I, in the beginning, it was hard for me, rejection. Mm-hmm. I'm I don't st- know I mean, anybody I still who have it's a hard, easy for. I still have hard times with it, but I yeah. think I've gotten to a point in my life where now I can understand why it happens sometimes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? When it happens, I think. I think about why rather than getting so emotional <laughs> about it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, wait, 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 wait. Why am I, why am I, why is this happening? Mm. I try to think of all the options. Interesting. Yeah. So that it doesn't hurt. You know what I mean? Like you said, more because it's like, oh, it's a numbers game. Like it's, there was other factors I would say just it. even just to move on to the next thing. Right. Cause taking... But I mean in the moment to deal with it, I think. That's what I mean. Yeah. Of course move on. You have to. But as soon as you can move on, the better, because what you're really after is the make. Yeah. And spending any time dwelling on the misses right. is just time that you could have been taking another shot. And that's where I think the successes matter, because really the most important audience is you. True. If you don't love the work you're doing, then you're not going to... Nobody else will. <clears throat> well, maybe they will. Or I'm not saying what, but you won't want to do it. Like, if you don't love the work you're doing, you're not going to want to do it. True. So really what you're doing is you're inspiring yourself first and foremost. Mm-hmm. You have to make artwork that makes you want to make artwork. Mm-hmm. Like you, that's what your challenge is. And then once you do that, it's a lot easier to get momentum because for one thing... It's attractive to people when you're really feeling your shit, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> like, for a lot of reasons, and probably the biggest reason is you're inaccessible. Mm. You're no longer accessible because... Not that you don't need anybody, but that you are trying to preserve an energy. I know, I'm just kidding. You're trying to go after... You found a gold mine, and it's like, you're not going to talk about that shit. You're, just you're feeling talk good. Me. You're doing good. Yeah, you want to keep going back and getting that, you yeah. know? And so you're not going to, like, small talk or bullshit or do a bunch of lame shit that you might get caught up in if you were just in a pattern of fail- failure. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you get that little taste of what it is and what it can be, and you focus on that, you're not accessible to people anymore. And people want what they can't have. That's just a natural consequence. Mm-hmm. That's why I I've I post I shared this story about this woman artist who just turned a hundred and is having a show, but also Wayne Tebow, 
Twinkie's dad. Right. When is that? It's up right now in San Francisco. And uh, he's 99. To when? I don't know. It's not too long. We got to get up there. But he is 99, still making work. And I so impressive. I feel like, to me, that is what an artist is. Mm-hmm. Is somebody who just has to keep making work. Has to. Or not even has to. Like, Wants to. But chooses to. It's a passion, you know? When you feel so, pat, like, so much for something. Mm, um, that, that's not... That's not passion to you? No, that is passion to me, but that's not what I mean. Because to me, that kind of passion maybe in art doesn't lead to the best place. That's why I pause with the has to also. Hmm. Because I don't think that that is, the, for me, the energy that I'm going for either. But really, 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 really wants to. Yeah. But because it's always got to be choice for me. Yeah, there always has to be a choice. Yeah. And so if you have to, then, I mean, there's plenty. I mean, you're choosing that. You just feel it in your bones to your core that you like. If you don't, you feel like shit. Mm Mhm. So I guess that's what I mean by have to. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it feels better too. If you don't, you feel like shit. So you do it because you feel like you have to. But you feel like you have a choice. That's what I mean. Right, but do you know, do you see how there is, like, a little... Like, it could be misconfused. Yeah, of course. Because the other way would be unhealthy. You wouldn't like it anymore, really, I don't think. Well, it wouldn't even be you. No. If you have to do it, it's not you. No. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. Like, that's, like, that's, and like, that's where, I'm where totally art can be, like, speech. addiction. Yeah. It can. <clears throat> and that's, yeah. whenever you have to do the thing... Yeah. That's, it's a subtle distinction, but it's like, don't do the... I know you're saying, yeah. Don't let the drugs do you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you can do anything. Of course. But the second they start to do you and yeah. you lose control... Of course, yeah. Then you're on the wrong side of that equation. Yeah. But wanting right. to passionately... Yeah. Is a great feeling, and that actually, to me, is almost more like... Like the physical feeling we were talking about yesterday on our hike. Was that yesterday or the day before? Yesterday was our hike. Yeah. No, I know. I was doing that today too. I was like, you know, oh, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. But so we went on, it was probably like a 16 mile hike. I say that too. I thought it was as well. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. And we burned probably about 4,000 calories. And so while we're in the middle of that, our metabolism is like on high. And so when you eat food, you like start to digest it right away. Mm-hmm. So I feel I feel it like it's like that. Like with art. Like when you are when you choose to do to make art in a certain way, mm-hmm. you get going there, you're And then you're feeding yourself with art. You're fueling it with shit you're creating. The fire is hot. Yeah. And it's the fuel that you put in. Yeah. It'll accept basically anything. Right. When the fire is hot enough, it'll burn anything. Right? Like, that's why we could eat donuts on the hike. Mm-hmm. Because we just need motherfucking calories at right. that point. Yeah. 
And the body's not going to care if it's sugar, if whatever. Give it to me. Boom, it's gone. Because you're not going to be able to eat 4,000 calories on the trail. Yeah. So your body's going to burn all of that. And when you're in a really creative, productive mode, I feel like that is the same kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. whatever you're putting in mm-hmm. culturally, like if it's a sunset, if it's mm-hmm. a modeling session, if it's whatever you're working on, is all just coming in as fuel and there's momentum. There's like forward moving energy that right. just takes whatever you throw at it. Because, you know, it's like, I photograph every day. Yeah. And get good shots that I use every day. Mm-hmm. And it's because I do it every day. Right. That there's just like, I know I can go get good shots. Yeah. Every day. Like, I don't have a question about it. Whereas right. before, I wouldn't know necessarily. And that was right. kind of like, why Again, shooting a wedding was kind of way more pressure in the beginning. Because you were like, uh, that was... Yeah. I hope I fucking can figure this shit out, you know? But now I know, like, any time of day, any condition, I can find where the light will be good and I can, can get good shots. Yes, you can. But when I'm doing it, it's, the more I do it, the more functional it becomes. It's just like with fitness. Mm. Mm-hmm. And... It's like muscle memory, almost. It's not not muscle memory. It's muscle use. Right. It's like when you actually are using your your creative tools, Mm -hmm. it fulfills their function, and then they're more useful. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, both as a photographer, so part of photography is timing. You have to have good composition, but when certain things happen, you have to be able to time it. Yeah. And so that requires a lot of skill, honestly. I mean, it's very You're saying capturing the right moment, right? Yeah, capturing the right moment. it's like reading the whole situation or the room or the whatever. Yeah, the expression, the the light. Like, light happens for five minutes and it's gone. Yeah. So you got that time to create your composition and set your settings and to envision your shot and execute whatever you're going to do, done. Yeah. Very fleeting moment that you are trying to create something out of. Uh-huh. So timing, timing is essential, but then especially when it's something dynamic like waves, like skateboarding, uh-huh. like a person, a portrait. Yeah. There's all these different energies that are happening that you have to read and you have to... So you have to have full mastery over the light, the composition, the settings, and then understand your camera's rhythm Mm -hmm. and shoot in accordance so that the timing happens so you get the frames to line up with where you want the action to happen. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. And that's why in order to do that, you got to do it all the time. Right. But it's the same thing with... So it's like the same thing with writing. And that's why I I feel like people give more credit to writing than they do to photography. Mm. Yes, they do. Right? Yes. And it's like... Yeah. A book or other... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Partly it's because they think that the camera, everyone 
does everything for you. Yeah, and then yeah. you can just pick up the camera. Like anybody. And anyone can pick up the camera. Like when somebody sees a picture of like a beautiful photograph of like let's say a shell. Yeah. You know? Oh, anybody can do that. Right. Oh. But to me it's like, well, okay. also also, you know, there's this thing called the dictionary. Mm-hmm. It's got the whole language right there. Mm-hmm. So, write a play. We all got the same access to the same words. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. So what people do with the camera, I think, is as personal and nuanced as what they do with language. True. That's a good point. But that's partly because we think of photography as documentation and not as art. Yeah. And we think of documentation as more of a objective just rendering of what happened. Not, this is what I'm doing. Like, yeah, or this is this is just what happened, not this is my version of what happened. Mm. You know, yeah. like uh oh, there's so many examples, but because art because photography does exist in different modes besides just art. Mm-hmm. You know, like it does so many different things, which is why it's easy for people to mistake it. Photography. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're saying it like as far as advertising. Okay, exactly. Okay. What else? Like. Um, okay, your driver's license. Correct. Um, That's a document, right? Yeah. Uh, what else? What else? X-rays. X-rays, exactly. Fucking... Yearbooks. Yep, exactly. Team photos. Training stuff that you do for work. Yeah. There's all these different things that people use photographs for that are more just to document that something happened. Yeah, like history books. School books. You know? But, uh, and also just, like, all all of those things, like, your driver's license, <clears throat> there's no art to that. Nobody's trying to, just like... Just, like, stand there but, at this line, and, and it's a worker. the purpose of it is not to admire how you look, it's to make sure that's you. Like, this is you. Right? <laughs> like, it's just, this document yeah. objectively verifies that that is you. This is your face, and this is your name. So, I think that people have that same idea... But it's true. It's like, okay, so your name is just simple words, and anybody can get that right, too. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Just like they could do that type of photograph that shows who you are, technically. Right. Anybody could do the DMV photo. Correct. It's just an employee. It's not a photographer. Anyone can do it. No. Anyone can write your name down correctly. Mm -hmm. But to write something about who you are. Right. To write, to write your name in a beautiful way, mm-hmm. to do a beautiful portrait of you, mm-hmm. requires someone who has artistic handling of language, photography, yeah. and studies you. Yeah. So, yep. that is, uh, that's part of what I love about photography is that it's so... So many things. It's so personal because it is so neutral in a way. Mm-hmm. It know, is. Just like language. It is very personal. Everyone who speaks English has access to the same words. 
Most people have access to cameras. Everyone, pretty much everyone does. So yeah. what you do with it is what is your style. Mm-hmm. That's just a neutral, objective medium. I love this. Yeah. Blowing my mind with your words. But <clears throat> what were we? Why were we talking about identity before? Because we were talking about deaf people and how how yeah we really sign should language. be more knowledgeable on sign language. More people need to learn sign language. Signing now. I don't know enough about sign language to understand how nuanced it is or like how big a vocabulary it can have. Mm. And it's pretty big. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's a big community. That I know. Yeah. I know it's big. Does the language change? Does it grow? And how does it work? I'm sure. I'm sure it has. You know, has it incorporated Like like digital social media terminology? Right. I'm sure. Maybe. You know, yeah. are there sign language emojis? Right. Whoa. Right. And I don't think so, right? Because we're talking about hearing, not the seeing. So I think with the seeing, you know, when you look at an emoji, how it's like hard eyes. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. But I know what you're saying. Maybe. I mean, they could have some. Who knows? What but that kind seems of... really hard. Like, imagine doing a hard eye emoji. But you could, like, say a heart eye emoji. Right? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could be like, you know, heart eye. I don't know how they do it. I'm not going to even try because I don't want to look really silly. But, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's But I'm sure they could say heart eye emoji. Just like they could say anything. Of course. Yeah. But can you say anything? I believe so. Yeah. I'm, like, really sure you can. Wow. Okay, cool. But I don't know for sure. Well, but I'm really certain. We'll do a little research on that. Yeah, we got to. It's very interesting. It's always and been very interesting to me. I want to learn sign language. I, I really do. Too. We should. You know, also, this is the thing, too. They they recommend teaching your child sign language. They do. Because you can learn it before you can learn words. Exactly. So, if you, obviously, if you know sign language well, then you can teach your kid easily. I think it's a really good skill to have. Yeah. And it's a very, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's not a skill that people, like, people look past it a lot. Overlooked. Not as important. Correct. It really is. It's an overlooked community, too. I think so. Yeah, I think so. That's probably why I, I felt, I just, there's, I didn't finish earlier, there's a woman I follow and she's partially deaf. What? He's all I just crazy. have stupid jokes. And she and she uh and she's a very big advocate on the deaf in the deaf community. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and she was big, you know, like and she, but she's like very big on no and you watched her, nobody would have known. I had no idea. Yeah. But so that's why I say there's levels to it, it's kinda crazy. Heck yeah. But yeah, I feel like, I mean, we should celebrate all, every, everything that we shut ourselves off from, too, we just miss out on learning about, learning from. Closing your mind to anything, yeah. Yeah, culturally, you know, cultural groups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that'll be an interesting 
foray into sign language and yeah that's exciting stuff i'm excited to research about that yeah that is cool yeah because so there's also i mean i think part of why it is interesting is because doing photography and modeling is a kind of universal language also yeah it is <clears throat> it is it, it is oh, a kind is of be- sign language art is honestly. beautiful in that way yeah yeah like, and I love that. It is I a visual. It's a visual that. language. Yes. I've been thinking about that for a yes. long time. It's so true. I love yeah. that. Yeah. No beauty. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, beauty. Beauty is just beauty. Well, it's translatable. Not, like everybody knows what that is. Not even just beauty, but just visual communication. It could be. That's true. It doesn't have to be beautiful. It can be. I know. I think of all art as beautiful. I mean, it doesn't have to be literally beautiful, but I think it's beautiful. You know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But, like, even if it's, like, something horrific. Yeah, it could be ugly. It, not, I mean, it could be tragic. And I'm like, that's beautiful. Or or ugly. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. To me. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're saying. Yeah. But, yeah, because... I explain myself more. Well, it, so I'll just stop talking sometimes, and I'll just, like, eat. I'm like, eh, it's not worth it. But... No, that's important. I think so. Because... Now, how how could that be less confusing? I don't know. Or you know what I'm saying? Or yeah, because like how can I say it better? How how could how could that be phrased in a way that is less easy to misunderstand? Because what I took it to mean was, I think what you're saying is that successful expression of any type is beautiful, just because now there's something that exists. Mm-hmm. But what it sounds like you're saying is that beauty is universal. Right. Which is a very different thing to say because that is kind of not true. Because beauty standards, for example. Are just like all over the place. Yeah. And they're fucked up. A lot of times. And I don't like them. No. So yeah, it's important to learn how to... That's what I'm saying. It's like that's why I've always struggled with sometimes words. Mm-hmm. Getting across what I'm trying to say. Because then I say it and it offends somebody or it offends somebody's and then I'm just like and then I get to a point where I just shut down and I'm like, okay, fucking believe it then. Like I don't fucking care. You know? Mm. I mean that's happened. I'm not saying I, I try not to do that anymore, but yeah. it's it's I've I've had to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I it's frustrating being misunderstood. <laughs> but I understand. People don't understand. <laughs> That's pretty funny. They do. <clears throat> well, yeah, because it's, it is frustrating, but it is also, it's our responsibility to be understood. Mm-hmm. I always find that to be puzzling, like when people are upset at being misunderstood because... It's just frustrating because when you can't get something across what you're trying to get across. Yeah. That's the only reason I can think of. No, I get that it's frustrating, but when... It's like another person is trying to understand. (laughs) I know. The responsibility is on the person communicating to be understood. I know. (laughs) It's very hard sometimes. (laughs) I mean, there's definitely such thing (laughs) as bad listening. Yeah, there's a lot of bad listeners. Of course. 
That's a real. That's thing. the other thing is I think surrounding yourself with certain people for so long can fuck you up. It can make or break you sometimes. It can definitely ingrain certain habits. You choose. Like, choosing, just like choosing things in life, it's the same as who you choose to spend time with because they are part of who you are at the end of the day. Oh, yeah. Right. Like, whatever you identify as, you are also who you interact with. Mm-hmm. And I know that as a teenager and growing up, I was like, nah. Like, my parents would say, like, don't, we don't like you hanging out with so-and-so because, you know, A, B, and C. And it's like, nah. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> but it really is. I mean, it's true. Mm. Yeah. What you're surrounding yourself with. It's very important. Buy the food choices you buy, for example, at the store. If you buy a bunch of shit food, you're gonna eat it. You're gonna get hungry, so you're going to eat it. Oh yeah, that's where you make the it's decision. consumption. <clears throat> you have to. You have to know you have weak moments. Right? Like what? Who are, we, who are we kidding here? That's where we you know yourself. You know how you're going to get it. 11.30 at night. You're going to see the ice cream in the freezer. We go get that. The vitamin D. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was so embarrassing. Yeah, <laughs> anyway. But, but yeah. yeah, exactly. You know yourself. <coughs> Humans enjoy pleasure, pleasurable things. Yeah, like you have to, to make the choice to not put yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. If you want to succeed in it. Yep. I feel like it's, okay. it's all, and that's why what you do in the grocery store really fucking matters. It really does. Yeah. But, yes, who you choose to associate with and how you spend time with them, too. Business with. Right. Oh, all. All of it. How you align yourself with different people. Mm-hmm. Really important. Mm-hmm. And I. And hard. It was hard because growing, yeah. Because was? It, or it is. is. Because yeah. I just, I'm saying was because now I'm at a point where I really don't let people in. Unless I really fuck with you. Because, and people have looked at me as kind of a little bit in different ways. Because we used to let everybody in. Everybody loved me. Everybody loved Madison. Madison was so nice. And it was like, I got to a point where, like I said, it was hard. I say was because, yeah, it's gotten a lot easier, actually. Because I don't let people in as much anymore who don't. I just don't need. No, 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 no. That part is easy. Yeah. It's easy to to not align with people who are bad for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least maybe it's not easy for everyone, but yeah, that's the simpler part. I feel like is figuring out what you don't want in your life and saying no to it. But it's harder to find the people with whom you really can work well with. It is hard. And then. Finding ways to cultivate those relationships that are productive and and safe and effective. Very good point. You know? Like, the team. How do you build build up a team? Right. 
that's a hard one. How big of a team do you need? Because in my mind, that's kind of why I just envision <coughs> us not needing that big of a team. Like I've always liked. That's what I. That's why I like being an artist. Because you don't need shit. Yeah. You, I you could do it with this fucking stick. Yes. Yes. On the ground. Right. You don't need anything. Yeah. All you need to do is just want to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you do it. You know? And so, to me, that's like the best thing. And that's why, hopefully, we will, as a team, we don't need to be a big team. You know? Yeah. Just got to be a strong team. Mm-hmm. A well-rounded, well-polished. Yeah, or just... I mean, the thing is, it's all about... Okay, because this is a trippy thing that happens to people in business sometimes. Mm-hmm. Where they get way, way bigger. They blow up. Mm-hmm. Their mm-hmm. business gets vastly bigger. Mm-hmm. And they actually don't make much more money. I mean, then when they started? Yeah, then when they were just a small operation. Mm. Because now they had to invest in bigger equipment. It's just bigger scale. They scale up, but it do- the scaling up doesn't always equate to more money. In some cases, actually, I definitely have heard people talk about getting way, way bigger. Yeah. And then making less because their overhead gets higher because they have more expenses because they have to really? get new equipment because something goes wrong. Huh. Because... Just any number. We we just have this idea that bigger means better is more. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But actually, in some cases, no, 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 no. And that you know, you, but you, what you have to figure out is how much you need to make to live happily. Right. And then, that's all you need to make, or then how much you want to make to try to save for kids, etc. But yeah. You don't need to try to just be a billionaire. That doesn't need to be your goal. Right. Like, you can have a very practical goal. Remember we were just talking about this the other day, about how, like, crazy people are. Like, why do you have to go that far with it? Why can't you just get to a certain point in happiness, health, and wealth, or whatever, and just be good? You gotta get so extreme with it. Yeah. One well, ba- because basically what you want is you want to be just making more than you're spending. You want to be profitable. Mm-hmm. That's the goal. Mm-hmm. But so if you if you make a million dollars, but it costs you nine hundred ninety thousand dollars to do it, or if you make a hundred thousand dollars, and it costs you. $90,000 to do it, you're still only making fucking $10,000 either way. Like, why have the nightmare headache of the huge project right. to make the same amount of money? Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. If, if your mission... It doesn't make sense. If your mission is to make jobs for other people, which is a great mission, mm-hmm. I think that's a fucking beautiful thing. Yeah. If that's beautiful. who you are and what you do more power to you. Yeah. Do that big thing and have that be your legacy is that you created this business not for yourself but for other people. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. But that's a different type of person. That's not an artist or like what I'm envisioning. That's, yeah. 
that's not what I want to do because I don't want to manage a lot of people. I don't. Mm-hmm. I oh, like no, thank you. to be focused with a few people mm-hmm. or alone. Yeah. Writing happens alone. Mm-hmm. You can't write with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So if I've got thousands of people who are working for me, yeah, when do I write? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So that's why I think that the life of the artist, the model, the creative, a lot of times is a much smaller team. Yeah. And it's partly it's, it's because we have the advantage of not having to have a big overhead. Mm. Like we get paid for our creativity. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we just have inside of us. We don't need a big space to grow it. Like, like my little sister has a freaking farm. <laughs> she's got to have a big space to grow things, and like she's got to be out there. And, you know, and she, yeah, whatever happens, like that's all dependent upon what happens with that space, mm. the expense of it, mm. the cost of. Now, as a creative, the market fluctuations still affect us. The price, the demand, the effectiveness of what we're doing. Mm. Okay, so that leads me to another question I have for you. We've been kind of talking about it, but... Actually, we were talking about it yesterday on our hike, which is this idea that the art we make has effects, has side effects. Mm-hmm. like it makes people want to do things and we, mm. and we talked about the kind of art that we like and what it does for us mm. like dancing mm-hmm. for you with music mm-hmm. uh, and I, I talked a little bit about how I like I like to learn something about the world about the human condition right so for me realism is important and like I don't I'm not I don't want art to be a roller coaster mm-hmm. I'm not just looking for a wild experience that's going to be fun yeah. I want it to be compelling. I'm more interested in what it... The story? Yeah, what it does for me, either to help me relate to other people emotionally or to learn about a different culture I might want to visit. Yeah. To know something about the actual real world. Right. I'm less interested in, like, fantasy type of things. Right. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, like, superhero things that are fun. I just had such a hard time getting into that. They're fun, but yeah. that's not what I'm going for. Uh-huh. And so in my work, that's I want to have an element of realism. Yes. Because I, that's what I like. Yeah. Um, but so then also I was thinking how social media has progressed and changed so much. Yeah. And it's gotten to these very toxic places for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that we should not do social media, but I feel like we are the guinea pigs of it. We are. And I feel like there's some problems with how it's going down. There's some serious problems. People are... I mean, I think people are using it in such like different ways yeah you know one on one hand people are using it for businesses mm-hmm. professionally mm-hmm. and then on the other hand people are using it for simply their diary essentially mm. 
Mm -hmm. So different. Their diary or or like a playground. Trolling. Trolling. So it's kind of, it's terrifying. It's a little scary out there. It's just a pool of, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pool of who knows. Social media, yeah, it is. It's like... Uncharted territories. But it's also, it's weird. Like, it feels like it should be like the city, but it's really not. Because you don't, you don't really interact with that many people. It's very, right. You have access to... But as far as who you really interact with, it's a very small amount. The amount of interaction interacting that you're actually doing is a lot less than the amount of consumption that you're doing. Mm-hmm. In general, I feel like. Right. Which is, I think, kind of a problem. Yeah, because it's supposed to be more interactive. Well, it's supposed to be a connecting thing. And it, but it also just trains your mind to be passive. Mm. Yeah. But, but okay, but okay, I love that. That's super interesting. That is. And then the other thing about where we're. I've al- so bad. I've always had a little bit of ambivalence about social media, but I've also just seen it as a really useful tool mm-hmm. for businesses, but also just as an artist. Ambivalence. Ambivalence. Ambivalent, meaning I see the good and the bad of it. Oh, okay. Like, so mainly I see the good in it. Got it. But I do see why people have criticisms of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know, I mean, immediately as soon as I saw there was such thing as live streaming anything. Oh, yeah. I knew people, murders were going to be caught on that shit and yeah. suicides and all the worst horrific things that you could see as a human were going to be part of that experience. Right. And, and of course they are. You With know? the good comes the bad. Just all of it. It's just a new way of putting ourselves out there. I know, yeah. But... Because it's so big now. Yeah. At first it was like, okay, I can just put my art out there or I can put stuff out for businesses. Yeah. And what I always, my philosophy always has been for businesses as well. Like I'm trying to put something out there that people will organically like, Mm -hmm. you know, they're naturally drawn to that. They just like it. Like they just like it. And then it has some connection to the business. Mm-hmm. But where businesses go wrong is when they want it to be about them. Right. They want it like the photo. More. They tell you what the fuck they're. Uh, and, but the, just, it, they want to like the photo more than they want the audience to like the photo. Like OCD control situation. Or like you know? not understanding marketing versus sales. Sure. sure. We're thinking it's like because <clears throat> there are certain products. That people obsess about. So all you have to do is put up a picture of the product and people will obsess about Gold. it. Supreme clothing. You know, there's certain things like Krispy Kremes where it's not like... Starbucks. Yeah. But I don't know if I would qualify Starbucks on that one. But weirdly, Taco Bell, I think, has mega fans. Starbucks is too. Starbucks does too, for sure. I'm shocked you're saying that. Yeah, with the merch and everything. Yeah, you're saying no? 
I just don't know if it's quite like what I'm talking about like is like Pacino. Like I don't know. Like just selling out like immediately. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or like, but like Taco Bell is a is a trippy one because they'll just do these weird limited edition mm-hmm. collaborations. Mm-hmm. Like they did like a Taco. They did Taco Bell clothing. Right. They did a Taco Bell fashion line. Yeah. And they have a Taco Bell hotel. That's cool. People who are into Taco Bell fuck with Taco Bell on social media. Like, they're fucking into that yeah, shit. Yeah, true. It's trippy. It's a funny one. So there are there's certain brands that... Oh, yeah. Jack in the Box is pretty funny. Jack in the Box? Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's that funny. there's certain brands where they don't have to do anything funny. Mm-hmm. People are just in love with the thing so much that they can just like put up the minimal I know do you remember when Taco Bell started with Taquero Taco Bell the fucking chihuahua mm-hmm. oh, those were good commercials I know so many ad campaigns have had like mascots little animals chihuahua mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the fruit loop Spud, guy Spuds McKenzie Toucan Sam so many I mean it's almost Joy, the Green Giant, like um, all foods get characterized as these characters. Doughboy. Yeah. Uh, Tiger from the freaking Frosted Flakes was Tony the Tiger. Oh yeah, all the cereals. The Kool Aid Man. Mm hmm. <sighs> I just think of it. What was it? Family Guy, I believe, who did it, and he he appeared in like multiple. Episodes, I think it was Family Guy. I don't know. Yeah. He breaks in. He's all crazy. Smashes through the wall. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was like this big fucking gnarly pitcher of Kool Aid. <laughs> Just busted. Oh, by the way, Lemonade is not a brand name. I looked that up. It's not a brand name. I think so. I don't. I don't know how anyway. That but. <gasps> Interesting. Yeah. I thought maybe that was the case. No, not according to what I was reading about it, but. Hmm. But yeah, there are some brands, but other brands, you have to have content that people organically like. Right? Well, yeah. Now, at first, too, in the early days of social media, mm-hmm. part of it was people just liked the medium. The medium? Yeah. Like, they liked Instagram. Mm. So just doing, when new features would come out, and you would, if you did something cool with that feature. It was so cool. Then people were into it. Like, Ah, now if you put up. That's what Snapchat was, too. For sure. But, like, remember when Instagram, you could, you probably still can. I just haven't done it in a long, long time. But you could edit the video in app. In Instagram, right? So you could... Sh- yeah, I think so. You could shoot the... You could create, like, the video by right. shooting a little scene, uh-huh. doing a little scene. It would just keep yes, adding. Yes, yes. And so now... It's horrible quality, though. Yeah. Because you're not really editing. You're just... I don't know if you can do that anymore. I don't even know. I know exactly what you're talking Yeah. That was how it was <laughs> you at first. Do it. Stop. Yeah. Do it. Stop. Do some more. Stop. And then... uh TikTok's like that. Just because it was so new. Yeah. People got 
pleasure out of just seeing like a local restaurant now doing these little Instagram videos. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, I can see the, I can see the sizzle. Like the real life action. But now that it's so common, first of all, there's such a high level of production. Right. Because all these brands pump money into it. Mm-hmm. Everyone does it, right? Mm-hmm. So it kind of raised the bar so high. So high. That you have to create really quality content to even stand out at all. That's true. And that's okay, but it just kind of makes it a harder business model because, because the demand is less. There's so much there. There's such a huge supply of content. Yeah. That, eh, what impact can you have? Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, but part of what I'm thinking is, is like, it, it feels less fulfilling, fulfilling as an artist now to share my work that way. Right. But I haven't shared my work other ways for a while. I have never, really. Right. But, like, so, like, being in a fashion show. I would love it, yeah. Would be cool. So cool. And I think having a show of big prints or... Oh, it would be so cool. I I want that so bad. I want to think about other ways, but the thing is, you have to do it in a way that works business-wise. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing worse than putting on an art show that is all just at your own expense. You're like... Which is usually what happens here. Yeah. I bet. Because people just don't buy art. From, right. It's just not a serious art gallery scene here. So even no matter how good the show could be, like, for example, at a coffee shop, at Coffeetopia, I yeah. saw a show of Jimbo Phillips' original fucking paintings. Who's Jimbo Phillips? It's like one of the most famous skateboard artists of um. all time. I mean, like, he's, his dad did the screaming hand. He's the second generation, uh-huh. but he he's done so much art, graphic art for skateboarding. He's so established as that guy mm-hmm. that he should be. He should have his work shown in museums. Like, right. shouldn't be at the fucking coffee shop. Hmm. And then, I don't think it all sold out. Mm. I don't think it sold. At the coffee shop. I'm like, what the fuck? What I saw Tony Caballero at a tinier coffee shop not selling the work. A whole big show. Like one of the, you know, famous, famous skateboarder. I'm like, whoa. These these dudes are famous, high-level dudes. That's trippy. And, they're sh- and the work is only like a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, oh, my God. If they're not selling here, what are you going to do? Like, Damn. It's just not a good art market. Mm-hmm. So it really discourages putting on shows. Right. Well, I guess outside of it, somewhere else. You got to put them on somewhere else. Huh? You got to do them somewhere else or you got to do it somehow else. Like, like figure out a cool thing, like a something. Mm-hmm. Like one thing I think could be cool. A live one. That'd be fucking cool. Live what? Show. So have our work and then have 
us there working. Okay. And maybe have those prints available for our purchase. Yeah, that would be cool. Right? Mm-hmm. I like that. It'd be fun. Yeah, for sure. It'd be an experience. It'd be a challenge. I, li- I like live stuff. I, think it's, I do, too. It, it, it is fun. Yeah. It gives it cool energy. It can be interactive, kind of. Like the spontaneity of it. Yeah. I like the honesty of it, too. Mm-hmm. The flow of it, really, you have to just be there in the moment. Yeah, they can walk. Which, yeah. anytime you are doing art anyways, it's kind of like you focus so much that everything else disappears. Closes out. That's exactly how, yeah, it's, it's so beautiful. You know, so I think that that could be, that could be fun. I think so, too. I was also thinking, like, some sort of projection, like mm. a slideshow projection kind of thing where you can see photos big and maybe they only change this every 40 seconds yeah like a big wall a big wall somewhere that just is a long an installation i think that could be a good way to do it partly it's going to draw people over just to see like what it is what it is but then they'll be able to see the images big I think you gotta we gotta start thinking outside the box and how we share our images because there I, I think every day it's like there's the amount of photographs published every day. Is ridiculous. On Instagram is in the billions. You know what I think would be like we saw on our walk? The posters. Oh yeah. I really think that would be cool to start doing that. Right. Something like a that's print. what I'm talking about. You know, not spend too much Something on it. Something along the lines of that. Yeah, Try yeah, not yeah. spend too much on it, but then definitely don't spend anything on it, dude. Black and white little prints. Yeah, uh, that's what I was thinking too. I, I gotta get another little, just a laser printer. You can just print out little cheap black and white eight by tens. Yeah, it's like fifty bucks for a thousand prints. Because I agree, I think we should start getting kind of creative with it. Yeah, like a live painting would be cool. You haven't painted me yet. Yeah. Imagine the first time you ever painted me with some show. It'll happen before that. But, you know, a well, live yeah, painting would all, be There's really a lot cool. of different... But now, the it's thing is, cool too, to the live thing is cool, but it is also kind of... Uh, you gotta be careful, I'm sure. Like, very know. planned. No, I just don't know... It's a good show, but I don't know that's the best way to make art. Mm. But yeah, I mean, it would just be more to sell the art that was there, I think. Yeah. But, because the the thing is, maybe, that's something good to think about. Yeah, it is. But how how to make it, the experience, compelling, but... It's sort of that you, because you see that happen in, in the cannabis world a lot, actually, where there's, like, live painting happening at a concert. Mm. You ever seen that? Mm. No? Oh, man, I see it all the time. Do a lot of and a lo- artists that I respect and admire, you know, when they're up there just doing a live painting. But I, I haven't done, I don't think I've had I feel like it's, it. but that's because it's a concert where they're not on stage. It's not about them. Yeah. So that's way different. Yeah. Because it almost sets them up as a troll. Yeah, we're talking about something. Yeah, it's so different. 
But I mean that it, that's cool too. It's just a sideshow, but it is a sideshow while it's, there's a concert going on. It's basically like uh, when they do sign languages at concerts. <laughs> Except it's totally just they're doing their own thing. I'm. I mean, it's hard not to watch. Oh, you gotta watch. I have. You gotta watch. When I used to go to the concerts at the boardwalk when I was a kid. Yeah. Any money? I mean, his translator was fucking goes off, dude, and that shit was wild. I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, vibing with that fucking shit. That's why I think it's so cool, because I think I, I... Yeah, I think I'd fucking love to learn how to sign. That is so funny that that came back around with that memory, too. Loved it. I'd be like, damn, it's really passionate. You can see that shit in them. They're just like, mm, mm, mm. I'm like, oh, shit. In the translator? <laughs> yeah, they're singing a song through... Expression. Wow. They're fucking singing. That's what they're I'm like, talking about. Like, I don't know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. It was amazing. Okay, so we're going to do so a lot that's of... That's beautiful. Now, what if... Okay. Gosh, I just Because they're just like that. fucking vibing, dude. Yeah. Like, people are rocking out. And I'm like, this person is providing that experience. What if... Are, there probably are sign language poets. Have to be. Gotta be, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. We don't know the sign language poets. That is... Whoa. What if the sign language poets are just way better than... Probably. Yeah. Just like, you know how I can smell really good? Yeah. (laughs) And I have really terrible vision. Oh, it is super interesting, too, just... Because language is visual as much as it is auditory. So it's not like being deaf in any way cuts you off from language. Mm-mm. It just cuts you off from hearing. Mm-hmm. But you have full access to language. Yeah, you can write all day. All day, the visual aspects of language are available to you. The meaning of words and the ability to communicate with words. Yeah is completely accessible to you, just not the tone and the pitch of speech. Mm-hmm. But so you do... And, wow. That's why. That's what I'm saying. So when the freaking woman or male, I don't remember which one it was, but when they were doing it, it was yeah. like, if you didn't... Like, I'm sure many people looked at it and they might have not felt it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They probably looked oh, yeah, at it yeah. as like, look at these people over here. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? I don't sure, know. Sure, Maybe sure. not. But no, I'm just saying they may have not felt what I'm talking about. Like what I felt. Right. I was like, wow, like that's crazy. I don't even know what she's saying, but I fucking feel it. Yeah. That's cool. <gasps> like her job or his job, like that job. Awesome. I can't. Can yeah. you imagine how oh, cool? Oh, you would love it. <laughs> you would be oh. so good at that job. Thank you. You can do that job. I could do it. You're going to. I should. That'd be such at the a boardwalk. good experience. You're, you're doing that at the boardwalk. I wonder how that happens, you know? Like, do they tour with that person? Oh, you're going to go on tour? You're leaving me for Eddie Money, do you money know? Tour? Don't fucking do it. Just kidding. I, the one condition would be I have to bring my familia. Oh, well. I don't know if I'm ready to jump on tour 
for the sign language interpretation. Well, then don't tell me I'm doing it, because we're a team. Here we are. I know, but is, it, is that really going to be... That's a silly one. Anyways, but I do think that I can see you on stage doing it. I can see me on stage. Period. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you know? But yeah, I think that'd be fun, because it's so expressive. That's what, yeah. Right. No, no, it's cool. Physically expressive, and then you're also, like, helping people. It's perfect for you. I know. So, that should happen. You should do that. I should. First, now, you gotta get you got really good. You got me thinking. I'm like, whoa, I never thought about that before. It's such a niche I feel like job. there's so many things that you've never thought about that. And that's another really cool thing to think about. Now, I bet you could also do that, like, in a legal context mm-hmm. as a translator. Mm-hmm. Probably get paid a lot of money to do that and really help yeah. people out, too. I know. Wow. Learning sign language could be a very good move. I mean, Let's it is. It. But, like, it. I already thought it was cool just because of the universal. And, and then all of a sudden here all these... then we've, we thought about business. the sign language poets and then the opportunities to translate to be the bridge between the hearing and the non... Oh, it's really beautiful. The, the hearing-impaired world? That'd be the... Um, yeah, that's correct. Is it deaf or hearing-impaired? I don't know. You can say either. I, I, um, I'm not sure. I mean, I believe you can say both. Because people claim to be deaf, and then people have said that they have their hearing-impaired. Well, yeah. especially if it is, like, continuum. Yeah, exactly. Like, somebody would probably... But, yeah, exactly. And that's what's so interesting. This woman, you know, says, deaf. And when you think deaf, you think of, like, probably not Can't much at all. Yeah. But she can hear because, to some degree, I mean, she's fucking... You wouldn't know. Oh, wow. She yeah. talks like this. And she's mm. funny. She's just, like... I'll show you her. Yeah. Have to now. Her name's Lily. Lily Magnus. I don't know. But I love her. She's just funny. She's just funny. She's a good person to follow. That's cool. Love her. Love, love, love her. She's very about being herself, not giving a fuck in the sense of like, for example, she believes, why would, she's like, why do women wear thongs? Like, I love my underwear. And she wears like undies, you know, regular, just cute little undies. Yeah. Anyway, she's cool. She's rad. She's fucking rad. She's only like 21 or 22, too. Yeah. She's freaking rad. Old soul. That's cool. Yeah, and I feel like, I feel like that's the kind of content that still does better on social media. But I, just as far as, I don't know, I feel like there's just so much. All kinds of content is good on social media. That's why it's crazy. It's true. It's so much. And it's all these different things. It's true. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. There's no accounting for it. It's just like a... There's really no accounting for it, because some of it's... Like, that did well? Horrible. Fuck off. What the fuck is the standards here? What the fuck? It's not a meritocracy. Let's just put it that way. I'm not into it. It's crazy. Like, the best stuff (coughs) doesn't win. It's not... That's not the... (coughs) No. You're taking a fucking... (laughs) chance really it's just it's a like, weird game it's a fucking weird game it's a weird game right now <sighs> yeah yeah 
It is very big. And maybe you know, maybe if with the right thing, it will be. It'll be. It'll change the game. Fulfilling. I do think it is up to us always to, to do. Whatever the medium demands, you know, like right. Figure out, you know, every, what are people enjoying? Well, but also, what's possible? Break new ground in the medium. Mm. But everyone's got the same phone, the same camera, the same tools. Same tools. So that's so not what are you doing that's not the question. It? Yeah, yeah. And that's the answer is figure out what you want to do with those tools. And that's where you're gonna do the work that, you know, helps other people. Which is really what matters. It's where the sweet spot is. Yeah. Help others in doing something that helps you. Say more about that, what do you mean? Hmm? Tell me more about that. So by helping others for the most part, if you're doing what you love, you're helping yourself at the same time. Which is fucking rad. It's a good spot to be in. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. You're inspiring others while you're inspiring your fucking self? Boom. Are you so kidding? That, I had this review on my Facebook page. I think it was yesterday. Maybe it was a couple of days ago. Uh-huh. But this dude left me this review. Yeah. You know, it was a five-star review, and but he said, he said something like, whenever I get down, I go to Jake's page, and it's absolute beauty, and it makes me feel better every time. And it was like, just some dude. Yeah, and I was like, whoa. How did that make you feel? You feel great. Like I was like, whoa! I'm like antidepressants for homeboy. Aww. <laughs> no, but it that's ma- how I feel about you as human. It really made me feel good. Like, Aww. oh, that's awesome that that you're helping somebody. Somebody felt that by looking at my photos. Like they felt better. Yeah. And they're feeling down. Like, that's simple enough. I could cry. That's, that's good enough, you know? Fuck yeah, that's good. I think that's amazing. Yeah. That fucking, that's awesome. That's so cool. That's fucking rad. Yeah, so to me, I that was kind of like... bro. That's how I feel. It's <laughs> fucking amazing, this man. But that, that is a good mission statement, or that's a good reason to do what you're doing like even if it's just one person like that's I, yeah I agree that's enough reason to do it it but, is enough reason but, you know, like imagine if you save someone's life from that yeah or or whatever just you know and that's the most dramatic but you know help them to not do something negative or that's the most negative yeah yeah, exactly. It's a good thing. It's, that's what you want. <laughs> Especially if for them to leave that in writing. It was pretty cool because it's like, it's, kind of, it's being vulnerable. It is. You know? Yeah, it's and, surrendering to the work. And, and But it's also like, it's, it's admitting works. that you have bad times right. publicly. Right. And then saying that, you know, that this helps. Like, you should try it. 
and do Give it, it a try. doing that publicly, which is pretty fucking rad. That's really cool that he did that. But that's the type. That's the type of feedback I want to get. <coughs> More than anything, like. Yeah. And then. That feels so good. <clears throat> yeah. And that's what I mean by you're doing what you love to do, which is therefore right. helping yourself because you're getting that. better about it. You're getting yeah. better at it, yeah. which you're helping other people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because that also made me realize, like, I do want to, I mean, I, I can't pay the rent off of admiration. Right. So I have to be smart and yeah. make business moves. But yeah. I don't want to lose that part of it. Right. Either, because to me, that is like. It is a big part of it. And it is also, it. that's part of what. It's definitely not the most of what photography is and does for me. Mm-hmm. But it's part of what it is and does is makes you feel better. Yeah. And like going out, it gives you a reason to go out, which makes you feel better. Right. You know? It does. To see the sunrise, to see the sunset. Yeah. Those experiences are usually very positive experiences. Yes, they are. And you, you end up, you leave them feeling... Better. Connected, mm-hmm. positive, and fresh air, you know, like, just all the good things that happen. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good for you. It's good. It is. It's, it's a, healthy. It's a good habit for you to get into, for sure. I mean, that's why I think anybody should, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't think, it's so much harder, really, to do great photography than people think it is. So I'm never, I never feel intimidated to invite people into the process. You know? It's like I've said, anybody can be a model. I yeah. truly say that, and I mean it, because anybody can. If you want to yeah. be a model, you can be a model. <laughs> mm-hmm. For sure. Be a no, I agree. Don't Absolutely. be a photographer, be a photographer. Especially, well, especially in the age of social media, because, I mean... If you get a million people to like what you're doing, you got a million people liking what you're doing. It does not matter who says that's not cool. Or right or wrong or whatever. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Working. If a million people think you're a model, you're a fucking model. I mean, you don't need a million. If you but have a hundred people who mm-hmm. think you're a model, you're a model, you know? A thousand people. A thousand people for sure. So. But there's just... Just using like the high high numbers is an extreme example because nobody could say that that's not the case, and that Three happens, times, yeah. and that happens a lot, where people right get an audience that right. big. Now the weird thing is this is this is still the weird thing to me is how it still seems like you got to go to Los Angeles, New York. To get big. Oh, I know. Even though social media is on the internet. What is up with that? I don't know, but it seems like... Because that's... That is how, as a model, I felt, is that I'm not going to be able to get where I want to go unless I go live in New York for a little 
or go try to get jobs in New York, go try to get jobs in LA. It feels that way. I mean, it's felt, it feels that way as an artist as well. Right. And yeah, that's why I think touring is more of the way, you know, but also, but your tours have to be art destinations because it's got to be a market for it. You know, you can't just go anywhere. But, I mean, you go places along the way, but you have... only There's only a certain number of cities in the country that are going to want to see a live portrait session and then care about the photos after it's done. Or, yeah, you know, any, some places. Any of the ideas we have. Some places are going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> the way you just said that was so funny. <laughs> yeah. I, didn't wanna, I don't want to go further because I'm not... I don't I don't really know, but Yeah. And I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. I'm just No. My experience has been it's not a lot of places where people are into art to the point where they're gonna spend time and money. And then the places where people are into art, they're really into it. Like they'll spend millions of dollars on art. Right. And, I know. And it's like you're not cool if you don't know what the latest show is or mm. you know what I mean like you're out of it if you don't know what's going on in the art world in certain places yeah like if you don't know what's happening in the fashion world you're out of it yeah pretty Good much point. right yeah. <clears throat> like to be relevant you can be quirky and just being doing your own thing right but you're out of it yeah so you gotta get tuned into it one way or the other and that's what I'm saying. I think, feel like social media is not strong enough of an organizing force mm. to put you in the right place. Whereas a city still has that. Yeah, it does. Because of the industry in New York surrounding fashion. The culture. The culture. People care about fashion there, so fashion has the ability to exist there. Whereas on social media, though, there is something where you could curate that if you just really narrowed it down eliminated everyone else from your feed except for the important fashion people right but a city kind of does that for you because it has a legacy a history true and so it's attracting people who care about that yeah no i've heard i've heard people from new york say that they you don't leave your house without looking like good Mm, yeah, yeah, people care more about <laughs> their presentation. Presentation. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think fashion. That seems like a lot of pressure. Yeah. Oh, New York is a tremendous amount of pressure. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well, the fashion world is a ton of pressure. Mm-hmm. So is the art world, and so is, I mean, any entertainment world. And I think that's also why those things still exist in those cities is because part of what matters is collaboration and learning from other people. Mm-hmm. And and so they have to still interact face-to-face. Even though you can, you can cut out the middleman and distribute your stuff potentially to anybody. Right. Still, the creation part matters. You got to be around people who make you smarter, who challenge you, who have the same sense of humor. Right. Who are good listeners, 
can carry a conversation as well. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, you can... Joe Rogan, maybe now, can go anywhere. Yeah. And people will come to him. And he, yeah. he could just fly them. Because I'm sure he makes enough money doing his shit that he could afford it. Probably. But... Starting out, he had to just be close to people so they could come, I think, first to his house. Oh, really? He started in his house? Started in a room in his house. That's cool. I think that the history of podcasting is a, would make a great movie. I'm sure it's going to make some great movies. Mm. You know? Because everybody has a fucking podcast now. Now, it's such a big part of our culture. In some ways, you know, it change, it's changing our culture as much as social media. Right. Because it's such an important form of media. This thing we're doing right here. Oh, this little thing. Yeah. This little, this little thing over here. It is. It's, it's our best glimpse at who people really are. It's a trippy thing. It is a trippy thing. It's so uh, anonymous. Kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's it's no face It's one-sided. Yeah. It's, and, and if somebody listens to us enough, they'll really feel like they know us. I know. So that if they see us in public, they would feel like... <coughs> <coughs> they'd be like, oh, yeah. they feel like they're... That's Madison's class. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, hey, how's the sign language going, Madison? I know. Which is awesome. <coughs> or some shit like that. You know, like, yeah. they they would know our inside stories. Yeah. Or they'd yell at us, like, Wilder Creatives. Or... That's awesome. I like that. That'll be cool, right? So cool. Holy. But because that's the way it is for me with certain podcasts, like, with Joe Rogan. Like, I feel like he and I are bros, but only... Cause... Only he is bro. <laughs> I are not bro. <laughs> I are not known to Joe. If Joe he d- knew who he was. I'm sure we would be bros. There you go. I think we would be definitely bros. But he doesn't know me. I've listened to lots and lots you and lots of hours of him, and he has listened to zero of me. So in that way, it's anonymous. It's one-sided. Yes, exactly. It's a weird, weird... Wait. It is a weird one. Miss Luck. Got a wild blue tick hound. Right? Yep. Blue tick. Okay. She always ends up in the podcast one way or another. She does. I love that. Sometimes she's drinking water. Oh, yeah. Eating her food. Now she's just sniffing out the scene. I'm just acting like a dog. It's so funny. It took her this long to finally come over here and be like what are you guys up to i know what are you doing <laughs> she's like what's right. going on in this space over here like, oh, i guess there's nothing really edible <laughs> nothing going on i guess I'll, I'll just look over here at the d-o-o-r i'm uh i might have to go p-o-t-t-y or just you know i might want to just get some change of scenery in and out in and out in mm-hmm. and out in and out in and out in and out what do i want what do i want Funny. I love so to uh, narrate dogs, mm. what their thoughts are, what they <laughs> what they would say potentially. 
<laughs> Found something. Oh my god. What even is that? It was a little that? tiny piece of toilet paper or something. It was like a piece of toy. Oh yeah. Luck. Oh my gosh. Drop it. Drop it. Drop it. Don't eat that. That's like plastic. No, it's paper. Okay. It was a little piece of paper. I was like, she's eating plastic. It was a little piece of paper towel. Wait, so when I said drop it? Yeah, she's all. (laughs) Hi. She knows we're talking about her right now, so she's staring at us. Hello. Hi there. Uh, yes? So, well, you guys were talking about me, so I had to come say hello. So, what about, do you want to remember any of our hike yesterday? Okay, started so out we started crazy. Started oh, yeah. out. We haven't with... even talked about this at all. Okay. No, and we're already like so far in this. I love yeah. it. It's good. Means we have so much to talk about. Okay, so we did our hike yesterday, which was wild. <laughs> we started out. <clears throat> we started out, and it was the hawk before the horse? Oh, yeah. Okay, so in the beginning of our walk, because we walked from, we left from our home to... No driving. No driving. We didn't want to use, yeah, so no driving, which was awesome. Anyway, so we get to the cliff that we're, we're, all, we're walking alongside the ocean. We just walked out our neighborhood to West Cliff. Yeah, we were walking alongside the ocean. Mm-hmm. And we see a... Well, first we stopped and got our shots. Yes. Sunrose. We got some beautiful photos. Yes. Beautiful. A product, even. Yeah. Some product. So. Great product shots. Yeah. And, and it was just this crazy little band of light. Yeah. With a pretty heavy fog bank. Right. And it, but the light stayed nice for pretty long. It did. It was a nice... Yeah. But it never changed much. So we were kind of, we were just waiting it's there. Like and we cool. didn't, and we were at the beginning, we knew we were going to do maybe, we ended up doing 16 miles. So we were kind of antsy to get going. Just a lot. Yeah, we, we were, we were. But we, we waited. We had like that energy. So finally we packed up and we got up, back up on Westcliff and we walked around the corner. Boom, there's a hawk on the pole. And it was so sweet. He was like, Okay, he's like, he included me. Because the last time, you guys, if you heard the last one, I, I army crawled up and photographed this hawk, and she was in the back all bitter and jealous. She's all, I want to be on. Anyway. <laughs> and I didn't learn about it until the podcast. So this time I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> That's why this is even funnier. So I go, okay, okay. You go in. Between me and the hawk, and I'll get a photograph of you with the hawk. Right? So, sounded so she, great. I was like, yeah, he's included. Look at this. Look at this man. Man of my dreams. Always impressed. He's just amazing. So, I get close to the pole. I walk. I approach the pole with the hawk perched above. Yeah. And I was like, just 
fucking feeling it out. I was like, oh my god. I was admiring it, like looking up at it. Yeah. Looking at its bill, looking at its feathers as much as I could see because I don't have great vision. So unfortunately, <laughs> detail is not the best for me. Yeah. But I looked at it as best I could. Oh, look. And uh, she said, and um, so you're looking I, at was, the I was looking at it and I was admiring its, I was like, this it's man, claws. I was like this, I went like this. We have a video vlog we'll put up and you guys will uh, see if you'd like it. I was, I was impressed by its talons. It yeah. freaked me out. I was very intimidated actually. It's a pretty big bird. It's like, you know, the size of a big chicken, but bigger wings. Chickens can be fucking scary. So this shit was big. Anyway. We, I, okay, so then we switch, basically. He starts taking pictures, and I start filming. And, of course, it's not on film. I don't believe I got this. No. For sure not. This fucking bird. Swooped. Swooped. Her. Down onto, like, down, tried to swoop on my head. He tried to swoop me as a chihuahua. Like, you know how you hear about these stories, about these... So, you know, I was a prey to him. (coughs) He tried to kidnap me. He tried to get me. Yeah. She ducked. I ducked here. I (gasps) felt... It went, like, from here, it went... And right as it got to you, you ducked. I just couldn't. It was insane. And honestly, in the moment, because afterwards, I looked at him and I was like... What the fuck just happened, basically? Because I couldn't believe it. I saw it. I was like, it just swooped right down, like not like in her general direction. Like it, you got it. Dove at me. Like, have you ever seen? Every once in a while, there will be like a blackbird that has a nest somewhere, and it, every time somebody walks by, it kind of like goes at their head. It is a. I've heard about this. It's a fucked up scene, but if you but want, it's funny. It's hilarious. Because people walking by don't know there's a bird. And all of a sudden it hits them in the back of the head. And they're all, ah! What the fuck? And you sit there and you... No, you let people know. Okay, so it... But it was was, like that. It was like it was dive-bombing you to hit your head. It wanted to get me. That's really what it looked like. And I literally had to duck. And as soon as it was done, I was like... I was... The experience I had was I remember looking at... Oh my God, those are coming really close. Holy shit! Like, I saw the fucking talons I was just admiring, and I was like, those are getting <laughs> really close. They, they did. And it was <laughs> and got, big. It was like, I mean, when that hog. He looked at, the way that he looked at me when I looked at him, I was like, that bird just motherfucking, oh my god. Uh-huh. And then it did it again. Oh my god. Because it just swooped from one pole to the other. To get away from us. Or, or something. It tried to get like attacked you. <laughs> Somebody attacked you. Just attacked your your bubble. It's fucked up. It popped your personal bubble for sure. I had to duck. You had to duck. If I hadn't ducked, he might have scratched me. Yeah. And so then he hopped up on the other pole, and so then just went around there, got a couple of shots of him there, and then he swooped back again at me. And this one, you actually got the tiniest little bit of video of. But only like a millis, like three frames of his little stupid ass claws. They're too close. I was so mad. That upset me. Yeah. I didn't like that. You got charged by a hawk. It was crazy. Fucking rude. It was that was super. I was like, we're homies. What's going down? We're fuck. 
Oh, it was so nice. Yeah, anyway, so. And, and then, then. Yep, go ahead. No, go ahead. Please. I told that one. Okay, so we continued walking, right? And our whole thing is, this is a challenge we're setting for ourselves to create work in a slow pace, right? So we're not looking at the photos until three weeks after we take them. And we're doing it all on foot. We're not driving anywhere. We're just walking. Yeah. And it's a weird challenge in that you don't know what you're going to get. So you kind of feel a little bit like, oh, shit. I hope it's worth it. Because it's, it's also it's a big effort. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what it's I like about it. Is it is a big effort. Yeah. So you feel good about it when you're done. Like, you don't feel like there's nothing cheap about it. No. <laughs> you know, you earn. I'm feeling it. Oh, yeah. So tired today. My body is like, uh-uh. Picking up kids all day was intense. I know. I bet. <laughs> I'm sure. <coughs> and, yeah, you know, it's like, if people understand what we actually are doing too and why we're doing it I feel like they would have a lot of respect for it that's true it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun but it's just a lot of work it is also hard and it's not scary but it's different stakes when you don't have a vehicle the fucking hawk almost got me and then we kept walking and the next thing that happened was the horses there were horses well before that we or no was it after that where we met. That's cool. Well, where we shot first. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was that before or after the horses? After. Okay. Because they could have came from there. <laughs> I was thinking they might have. I thought, yeah. didn't they look, I don't know. They looked like they were state parkish. They looked familiar is what I was meaning. Hmm. I, I got the vibe from them. They didn't seem, in other words, I didn't know if those young women owned those horses or if they were working with them but right. I kind of got the feeling like they were working with them I thought so too but that's just the way they were talking about them and just it was cute my impression of it but yeah we ran into horses that was the next thing that happened on our hike and yeah. it was amazing I have I was a little I was a little scared but they were super cool horses and one of them in fact was basically the reason they stopped was because the woman on the horse hi. The woman on the horse was like, he, oh, yeah, he needs to say hi. A very social horse. Came over and... Put his head in our faces and was like, what's up? <laughs> and I was like, I want to do... Yeah, that was cute. It was cool. It was special. Yeah. Jake got it on film. Yeah, we got a little video of that. Yeah. And, you know, that's what being on foot, you don't know that's going to happen. That's, that's what's cool. It gives you also... I think the best way to really see that whole little region, mm-hmm. you know, because it's to like know it. to get to know it and it gives you just the opportunity to get all that little footage. So another shot we got was mm-hmm. the path also goes right by farms. Mm-hmm. So this tractor is tilling this farm and it's a foggy day. So there's fog and then there's, this farm, then the tractor comes right up next to us, tilling. He waves us. And we're able to get video just of 
just of the tilling happening, you know? That was really cool. And it's because we're there on foot, you know? If we're driving by, we miss all of all that. All of that. We miss all of that. Every single opportunity right there. Even if we drive by and get out and go to a place, we're missing the overview. Yep. And the overview gives you the chance to stop and choose little moments. It wouldn't know? be as organic. No. It wouldn't be organic. It's not connected. Like, imagine if we saw the horses on the side and we stopped and we wanted to go take pictures or talk to them or whatever. Right. That would have been... The vibe mm. wouldn't have been the same. Right. Somehow, us being on foot makes us fellow travelers with the horses. Therefore, we are... A part of the situation. We come into dialogue with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was beautiful. That was so cool. Yeah. And I also think... Okay, what were their names? Oh, something funny. Uh-huh. It was like Alfie or something. But then one of them was like... It was a Spanish name, but it was uh-huh. like... Not Domingo, but it was like a D word, but it was like very ornate and beautiful. It was hilarious. She said it and she goes, but his full name is this. And then yeah. I, I repeated it. Oh, yeah. It was a great name. Great name for a horse. Anyway. But I think the other thing about doing that hike is that at a certain point of the way through, mm-hmm. it's a very physically challenging activity. So we have a certain like level of intensity about oh. us. Until that moment. That I think animals, humans, anybody could pick up on. <laughs> like, when we're, like, we're, 10 miles deep. And we're, we're so serious. We're just us. focused. We're like... Don't fuck with us. Be- uh, 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 uh. Because once you're out there... <gasps> we're business. And you, you, you're you on foot, you got no choice but to get back. Get where you gotta get. And the longer it takes, basically, the more pain it's gonna be. So <gasps> stopping really just means making it hurt longer. Uh-huh. So you just don't even want to stop. You just want to... You, you get this, like, efficiency of movement mindset of... You can't stop. Energy must keep going forward, you know? There was a few times I wanted to stop and just take a break, but it was like, if we did, I would move about stuck. Yeah. And you just kind of... It's psychological management. Oh, it was a lot. That's what it is. That's what you're doing on those things, right? And so you, that's what I'm saying. I feel like... Animals would respect you. People would respect you. Because you, you're doing something hard. It was hard. So it's respectable. Mm-hmm. My back is like, what? I know. I was thinking about how we saw that coyote on that windy day. Mm-hmm. And how... So there's something about the courage of even just being out there and exposed to that. But how even that coyote seemed crazy. It was. It was crazy. It was like... <laughs> zig, zag, like you said, zig, zag. He, he was like trying to run from the branches huh? that weren't huh? even there. Because <laughs> he got so scared. He was trying to dodge everything. He got so he was scared like in the life. woods of shit that was almost hitting it. Now I was in a grassy field and he still couldn't stop. I was, but I was really thinking about that. How that was such a scary thing. It really made the coyote nuts. <laughs> now it's hilarious because now I'm thinking of it and he's just like funny. dodge 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 he dodge. was he was <laughs> we don't know that well why else was he doing that I mean that's maybe just... that's a nervous thing it was definitely a nervous thing but that was the dangerous <laughs> things falling 
<laughs> That's what you avoid. I don't know. You know what I mean? Though, like it could have been like a tick thing or something. The coyote didn't understand the gratuitous thing. What's going on? Happening? What? Oh yeah. That's what's hap- That that is what happens if you don't go towards the thing for too you long. You run side to side. Yeah, you lose your shit, and you're like, oh. You like, like a ping pong ball. Just randomly running through fields. <coughs> you know, I learned this in elementary school. If somebody is shooting at you, you run in zigzag. Uh, it's just instincts. <laughs> no, like, no. He was like, fuck this shit. Humans could get me. Cars could get me. Bridges could get me. <laughs> I'm yep. just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just making a joke. But, yeah, apparently zigzag is the way to go. Right. <laughs> Coyote thought so too. I know. But, I think the same thing is run towards it. <coughs> I'd rather run towards it, if possible. Even if it was somebody with a it's gun. It's just hard. It is, but if somebody with a gun, for one thing, you're going to be able to move. So you zigzag run towards them. Fuck yeah, you do. You're like, further, further. Where am I now? Where am I now? And get him. <laughs> I don't know about all that, but something like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah! Nobody. Nah, 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 nah. I was zigzagging the fuck away out of there. You know me. It just I mean, depends you know on. Me. Well, yeah, you, you're a runner. I know this 100%. You're gone in the other direction fast. And that's cool. It's, you have good instinct as far Don't as... Out. <laughs> like, with the quickness. Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. It's... Squirrel, boom. Later. <laughs> so fast. Fucking... I love it. Because you're not the only person who said that, obviously. 40-yard dash. Everybody has always... <gasps> exactly. What happened? So gone so fast. These getaway so sticks get me away. Oh yeah, you out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. It's good. It makes me feel safer. Good. I like that instinct. <laughs> no, for sure. I like that instinct. Mm-hmm. I do too. I think it's awesome. I've always. Fuck yeah. I've always appreciated. I mean, I actually I just can't say that. I've always appreciated that. I used to think, yeah, you're a little bitch, but I'm just like. No, you, nope. take, you gotta take care of yourself. Bye. Absolutely. But I leave you. I know you abandon me every single time. Like I'm shot liver over here. All right. <laughs> but you, like you said, it's a fucking squirrel. So it's like I shouldn't be really. Plus, I feel like you're a man, and you're gonna run too if it's serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. Or fight or whatever you gotta do, but I know you are a bad, mm, badass motherfucker. Oh shit! Did you? You didn't see this because you probably would already know where I was gonna go with this. Oh, this is actually nightmarish beyond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, tell me. So. 
over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Family was hiking in Santa Clara. Okay. And a mountain lion attacked. Uh. And it got it got a six year old girl. Yeah, it got her. Mm-mm. It got her grabbed her and one of the adults a dude fucking punched it in the ribs fucking got it punched ran away oh yeah mountain lion got the fuck out of there little girl's fine she has puncture wounds on her calf that's it that's it it grabbed her calf and was dragging her off and homeboy fucking gave it a good one too and Cougar took off. Babe. What would you do? What do you mean? Same thing. You're punching that shit. That's what I'm saying. You go towards the fucking danger. I think I guess I would have to punch it if it was trying to take you away. You'd punch it. Yeah, don't worry about it. You run. But see, the thing is, if you run, it's going to get you. That's that's the only thing. He's all, you run. He's all nervously (laughs) scratching. No, I don't. Whatever your reaction is, it's fine. <laughs> it is. It's fine. I know what running away from a fucking cougar but sounds like. But if you're, if you're with a kid and a cougar happens, I mean, I think... I it, mean, I would... Then you don't run. But if you do, I mean, it's shameful, but... No. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> I leave my kid... Even if it's not your own kid. I, if it's any kid, I'm trying to defend the kid. I would too. Against the mountain lion. I would too. The mountain lion shows up and is getting after a kid. I'm getting after the mountain lion. Correct. Me too. 100%. Yeah, I think I would be that way as well. I've never been in that situation, but I think I'd be the same. Oh, no. I'm going. I, I just felt it. I'm going after that fucking mountain lion. Oh, God. It's terrifying, but the fear of what you're going to feel if you don't. Yeah, that's true. I don't know what to think about that. The fear of... Oh. Done. And that was a good place to end it. Oh, wait. Hopefully. No, it'll be there. It'll be there. Are you sure? Sometimes it takes a little while because it's so big. It'll be there. Got it here anyway. Oh, you our video ended <laughs> but uh yeah like you said I think that's a good place to end it yeah till next time Til wilder next creatives peace out peace